Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include Notes from Manhattan My interview with Black Knight's Frank Poise on what is automated technology versus what is artificial intelligence and the latest debt ceiling and Fed rate hike chatter. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Black Knight. Black Knight is a premier provider of innovative, high-performance technology, data, and analytics for first mortgages and home equity products. From point of sale through post-closing, the company's trusted loan origination system, Empower, as well as its integrated end-to-end origination solutions deliver unmatched capabilities, functionality, and support to increase processing efficiencies and lower operational costs for lenders, as well as improve the home buying experience for borrowers. Black Knight leads the mortgage technology space, helping clients of all sizes conquer business challenges and provide borrowers with the advanced digital capabilities they increasingly expect. Does your company have a decent product for a borrower who crowdfunded their down payment? How about a house with a granny unit in the back? Trends in lending and real estate, right? How about anyone who's buying a place to live in a converted office building or mall? I hope so, as that's certainly a thing. Obviously, it takes a different skill set. Speaking of which, here at the MBA's conference in Manhattan, someone was telling me, many companies have momentarily stopped reducing overhead and are prepared for an increase in volume. A reflate. Overhead's obviously a topic. If an LO doesn't need a branch or manager, why should their borrower pay for them? And the overhead, through worse pricing. And in terms of cutbacks, is furloughing just IMBs kicking the can down the road? On the banking and credit union side, those institutions have proven adept at finding other places for personnel not needed in residential lending through what is allowed in their licensing or through their various departments. And on we go. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome on to the show Black Knight's Frank Poise to talk about what is automated technology versus what is artificial intelligence. He's the business strategy director of product development in the origination technologies division of Black Knight. He's responsible for its digital origination products and the company's artificial intelligence platform, Ava. A mortgage banking innovator with 30 years of delivering technology solutions, Frank has expertise in origination, sales, operations, and capital markets. In addition to executive leadership in mortgage tech and banking, Frank has also designed and implemented production systems for large and small financial institutions. He joined the Black Knight team through the Compass Analytics acquisition in September 2019, and his most previous role was Compass's Chief Revenue Officer responsible for sales and marketing. So today's topic is automation versus AI. What is automated technology versus what is artificial intelligence? Frank, I want to start by asking you, automation has been a constant in the mortgage industry for many years now. How does AI differ from automation in practice? So uh, we've been discussing this with our clients really along two lines for several years. Um, first, you know, most of the software that we all use in industry every day is what's called deterministic. Um, you know, inputs are digested and outputs are always predictable. They're always the same. Um, AI is, uh, it is a technology that mimics human intelligence and by its nature is built on statistics so that its outcomes are probabilistic. So you can only say, you can't say for sure what the AI is saying. You can say that the AI is probably giving you the right answer with some kind of measure. So so the the real difference between the two is um, you've got a lot of power in AI, 
but you give up a little bit of certainty about the outcomes. Whereas in all the rest of the software and automation for workflow and decision systems that we all have used so far, you always knew what the right answer was going to come out, that the right answer was going to come out. And so what kinds of problems are best suited for automation and which are best suited for AI? So the problems that are best suited for automation are ones where you want to define a, a given outcome very, very specifically and make sure you can deliver it every single time. Um, for AI, the, you want to deal with problems where simple solutions aren't found and there's usually a lot of data that contributes to coming up with the answer. Um, so a good, good comparison might be uh, if I have a, a decision to make based on an absolute threshold, I can do a loan with a credit score above X. You can use AI. You can use decision rules, which are traditional automation. If, however, you have to do something like I've got a document and there's a bunch of stuff on the document, and I have to find from among three or four names on the document which one might belong to the borrower, uh, that's something that's better suited to AI. Very well put. So we keep hearing about AI breakthroughs like ChatGPT that seem to make AI accessible to everyone, and it's really proliferating in the culture. Can lenders simply bolt on off-the-shelf AI capabilities like ChatGPT or, or however they want? Uh, probably not. Um, there are, you know, there are some limited areas where you could do something fairly simple. You know, chatbots are pretty common now, and they often have elements of AI in them. But in order to do it responsibly, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about this in the next session. The, the truth is that the, the complexities of AI and that whole deterministic part means that you really need to understand a lot about how the AI works before you can use it productively. Um, and also the technology itself is not automatically going to be tuned to your business. So lenders really need to think about, well, how, how is a, a chatbot, for example, that it deals very well in English I'm going to suit me if I have a large population of Hispanic borrowers. So, so you have to really think hard about how you're going to use an AI, in addition to making sure that you know what it's going to do for you. Though the week ahead is some important economic data, such as new home sales, GDP, personal income and spending, that includes the Fed's preferred inflation measure, U.S. debt ceiling negotiations continue to dominate headlines to open the week. President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy met again yesterday in an attempt to hash out a bipartisan deal to raise the debt ceiling. Treasury Secretary Yellen has warned that the U.S. is unlikely to be able to pay its bills by mid-June, stressing the urgency of raising the debt ceiling to avoid an economic catastrophe. Outside of the ongoing debt ceiling drama, traders are pairing bets on a June Fed funds hike. Minneapolis Fed President Kashkari said yesterday that it's a close call between another rate hike in June and a pause, and St. Louis Fed President Bullard shared his belief that two more rate hikes are needed this year. What the Federal Reserve intends to do at its next meeting on June 14th will hopefully be given a little bit of color tomorrow with the release of the latest minutes from the May 3rd meeting. We learned last week that April's retail sales came in below the market consensus, but four of the largest components saw significant gains. Sales at non-store retailers rose 1.2%, general merchandise stores were up 0.9%, food and drinking establishments rose 0.6%, and motor vehicle and parts dealers rose 0.4%. Gasoline station sales fell despite an increase in gas prices, signaling Americans traveled less. 
Manufacturing activity rose 1.1% in April, as motor vehicles and parts production increased. Mining saw a 0.6% increase, and utilities output declined 3.1%. While manufacturing accounts for the majority of industrial production, the sector overall has trended lower over the last few months. Survey data indicated slower orders, which suggests continued weakness in the coming months. While data points to a slowing economy, things are not cooling as quickly as some may have hoped. Today's economic calendar kicked off with Philadelphia Fed non-manufacturing for May, and later today brings Redbook same-store sales, preliminary May S&P Global Manufacturing and Services, PMI, April New Home Sales, Richmond Fed Manufacturing and Services, and remarks from Dallas Fed President Logan. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse than eighth to a quarter, the 10-year yielding 3.76 after closing last night at 3.71%, and the two-year up to 4.40%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Someone asked me what the ninth letter of the alphabet was. It was a complete guess, but I was right. (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Black Knight. As the mortgage industry continues to evolve and embrace digital capabilities to improve and enhance the origination process, you can count on the innovative and integrated solutions from Black Knight to keep your lending team ahead of the curve. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.